Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by my Rise and Thrive business group coaching program. Rise and Thrive Coaching is the group coaching program for entrepreneurs in the beginning stages of their business who want the foundation, who want to build a super strong foundation to turn their passion of changing the health and happiness of society into a thriving online business. Now, we are just finishing up our first ever cohort, and these entrepreneurs have built such amazing foundations. Some have even sold out their programs. Some have even created multiple programs within their product suites. They've mastered sales. They have mastered content creation, and they're showing the fuck up in their business. And it is so, so, so beautiful to watch. And the next cohort is going to start in um, the end of June. Initially, I was planning for a beginning of June start date, um, but we have shifted it for a few different reasons to start um, kind of the third week of June. I think June 28th, I believe, is the start date. So I'll get more clear on that for you guys. Um, sorry, June 22nd is going to be the start date. Um, final answer. So if you guys are interested in that, um, I do have the pricing options below in the show notes. I'm always super open with... Um, with pricing, I want you guys to feel confident in what you are applying to, what you are asking about, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which is perfect for today's topic of the mindset around sales. What what mindset do we need to master? What does our mindset get to be in order to really achieve a high level of um, sales conversions? and master the art of sales. Um, And with that being said, if you guys are interested in joining the next cohort of the group coaching program, Rise and Thrive, um, simply just DM me. I will have the landing page up and stuff over the next week or two. Um, But DM me, we cap it out between 10 and 15 beautiful entrepreneurs. Um, And if you want more information, just let me know and we can talk and see if it is a good fit for you. But with that being said, let's get into today's podcast all around the sales mindset. So our mindset around money, our mindset around sales, our mindset around spending is 100% going to be reflected back to us when we pitch, when we talk on sales calls, when we pitch on stories, when we show up for our clients, and when we're trying to get in the DMs, whatever it is. And so most people are so focused on like, what's the next question I need to ask or what um, a sales script do I need? Or can I even sell in the DMs? How do I sell in the DMs? All of these things. However, sales is so freaking simple, guys. If you have mastered your money mindset, and I say mastered like very, very loosely, um, mastered in terms of like you are comfortable with finances, you are comfortable living in abundance. You know that the most ideal clients are out there for you. You know 
that you are ready to accept more clients into your life. Um, and you've removed all of the blocks. You've broken through those barriers that prevent you from achieving that next client. Um, then you will be able to sell higher ticket. Then you will be able to sell the next client. Then you will be able to receive um, more money in your business. And what I see most people struggle with is that they themselves don't actually spend money the way that they are encouraging their clients to spend their money. They are either waiting to make the money back or waiting to make more money to invest. They are not taking control of their finances. They don't even really know what their finances are. They're kind of scared around them. And they're struggling to manage their time and struggling to make time for the things that they truly want. So when we struggle with these things, no sales script, no DM script, no you know connection strategy that I can give you will work for getting the next sale if you do not address these things. Because the way that you show up for yourself and in your business is going to be reflected right back to you. For example, there was one time where I really, really wanted to, um, I forgot if it was another coach or, uh, or maybe it was like another team member or whatever it was. Like I knew that that was the next step for me. I knew that I needed something else and that I wanted something else, honestly. And I was just like, no, when I make more money, I'll do it. No, when I, um, you know, when I pay that person in full or when I make that money back, I will invest in this or I will get this next team member. I really wish that I could remember the damn um, scenario. I think that I was hiring somebody else. That's what I think that it was. And I had a bunch of leads on the sidelines, like who I know were excited to work with me, who I know were ready to work with me, but they just weren't pulling the trigger. And I was like, what is going on? I'm providing all the value. I'm providing everything that they want. I'm showing them how I can help them. Like, They've already said they wanted to invest in me. They're just saying like, not yet for some reason. And I was like, what is going on? What is going on? Right. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I want to invest in something and there's, I'm not doing it. So this is preventing other people. Like other people are responding the same way to me. And the minute that I invested in that thing and I hired that next person, I literally got the few clients who were like on the sidelines. So moral of the story is that you have to be investing you get to be investing. Let's try that. You get to be investing in the things that you want because when you invest in the things that you want, you are putting the energy out there into the world that gets deflected right back to you saying, hey, I know you're investing in yourself and I know you're scared every time you invest and I'm scared every time I invest, so I'm going to invest in you as well, right? We can't expect our clients or our ideal clients to invest in us if we're not investing. We can't expect our ideal clients to prioritize the things that they want and which is, you know, your services, if we aren't prioritizing the things that we truly want, right? So if you are getting a lot of the same objection, I would assess how you handle that objection for yourself. For example, if people are saying, oh, it's just not the right time. It's just not the right time. Like where in your life is that showing up? Right? How do you feel about that statement? Is there something that is going on in your life that you are not handling? that you keep saying like, oh, it's not the right time for, right? Most of the time there is. (laughs) Um, At one of the mastermind events that I was at this year, actually the only one because hashtag quarantined happened, so we don't know when the next ones are going to be, but we were all talking about sales objections. 
and one of my mentors, Elron, was like teaching us on it and stuff like that. He's an epic, epic human, epic salesperson. And he was just saying like, okay, well, what is the main thing that's coming up in the objections? And for every single person, the objection that we got was different. At the time of the mastermind, I was getting a lot of like, um, like I'm just this, like, this isn't for me right now. Like there was a lot of like, just like ambiguity. It wasn't money. I don't get a lot of money objections. I don't get a lot of time objections. Like it was just like something basically that they were stating that they weren't ready to make the investment. Something was throwing them off with investing in me particularly. So I was like, what is going on? What is going on? And I realized that I was at the time newer to business coaching. And so I had a lot of insecurities around proving myself, around showing up, around saying I was even a business coach. For a while, I even like said I'm like a quote unquote business coach because I like didn't, I had this aversion to like wanting to actually state I was. Same thing as I had when I was a dietitian. I was like, I'm not a nutrition coach, I'm a dietitian and like, or a health coach. And I had to like kind of get over that and work through that. Um, and if you don't want to call yourself a health coach, you also don't have to, right? So your intention, you, your, the way you align yourself, the way that you, um, feel about money and just business and life in general is going to be reflected back to you. So handle your shit guys, <laughs> handle your shit. If there's something you want to invest in, go and invest it. The money will come back, but the money's not going to come back if you continue to not invest. And if you continue to hold yourself back, because then other clients that are interested in you are going to hold themselves back. Right. And so it's really, really important to assess everything like that. The same thing with time. Are you managing your time well? These are like two of the main things that we get deflected back to us. And logistically, like I talk about my prices. My prices for my group coaching program, Rise and Thrive, are $6,000 for a payment plan or uh, $5,000 paid in full. Like I'm super open with that because I don't, it's not going to deter people from signing. It's a big number, right? And as entrepreneurs, we get to invest in the things that are going to get us to that next level, regardless of what the initial investment is. If you think of a large, um, you know, a Target or, you know, any sort of brick and mortar store, they definitely did not have the initial capital to get to where they are now, right? Most businesses go into debt to start their businesses. And so it's the same thing with online, online businesses, but people think like, oh, because I didn't need to take out a huge loan to pay a bunch of people and do this and do that with it and, you know, get furniture and like, you know, get a chef and get certificate, uh, get food safety certifications and stuff like that. Like automatically it's a bad investment if you're investing to get the knowledge for yourself, right? But how are we going to get to the next level if we don't know what we need to do and we don't have the right support, right? And we always need support. Always, always, always need support. If not, we are limiting ourselves. So if you want to grow past where you are now and you want more clients and you want to do, want to get yourself to that next level and you know, you know, working with Johnny is something that you're interested in. If you're a beginner, that's a program for you. If not, there's other programs, right? I just talk about it very just chill because it is. I don't pressure anyone to work with me. I don't um, convince anyone. I don't like prove my value so you know I'm good enough of a coach. Like you resonate with me. You like listening to me. You get massive value out of me every single time that you listen to me, right? Maybe sometimes more than others. Sometimes I say things that might not resonate with you and you swipe away or you click out of the podcast. That's perfectly fine, right? I'm not here to prove myself to anybody. 
I know how massively valuable my brain is. And I know that my 11 years of service in the healthcare industry and program creation and sales and marketing and email curation, all these things are so valuable, right? And so if people want that knowledge, they will pay for it, right? That's how I want you guys to look at your services. Like, why the fuck are you valuable? You decide why. We don't prove it to other people by you showing up every day because you are secure in your mind that I am a fucking badass. I know what I'm talking about. I am brilliant. And always expecting to learn more. It's the thing that always keeps us very humble and the thing that allows us to say I'm a fucking badass and I'm epic at this. And in a year from now, I will be even better and I will know even more and I will be an even better coach and even stronger coach right? And so it comes back to our mindset about us, whether people value us or not. Like, how are you valuing yourself? That's going to come across on the Instagram platform. That's going to come across in your emails. That's going to come across in your podcasts. So if you show up because you know you are fucking epic and you are owning, owning your power, owning the things you know, your truth, and you're not getting distracted by what other people are saying, you're not getting distracted by what you have, to, what you think you have to post. You are just owning your truth, owning your price for transformation, showing up for your ideal client because you actually can really help people. You really know what you are doing. You know the mindset shifts you made and you're teaching on them. We're always discovering different layers. Like every single day when I work with another client, I get a new idea. I realize something else. And I was like, oh wait, the thing I thought was not correct. This is actually correct. And then I keep going deeper and deeper and deeper, right? Same thing with health. Like we started to get skinny. Then we were just like, oh, okay, I really want to be strong. And then we realized, oh, that doesn't feel good. Now we just want to be like whatever's healthy for us in that moment, right? And then people are like, oh, you can't sell health. Like, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> I buy health. A lot of people buy health, right? right? That's, it's up to you how you want people to view you and your brand. And you cannot let anybody else dictate that. No market research, nothing that a client said, nothing that a business coach said, like only you actually know the things you need to say to attract that next client. I can help you and give you the tools to pull yourself, to put it all together and put it into a program and the strategy. And I can help take what you're saying and put it onto paper and help you create a message and a mission and, um, a product off of it and content, but only you can come up with that truth. And when you own that, and when you value yourself so much, and when you value your truth so much, and you get those goosebumps, like sweaty armpit vagina feeling, that's when people feel you. That's when people value you, right? And it's not about pr writing something to prove to anybody. It's not selling to anybody to prove while proving to them how valuable you are. You know how valuable you are and you show it every day. Like, what are you proving here? You're here to help. We're not here to prove, right? So when business coaches or people who are sales experts or whoever, I don't really know. I don't follow many people. I follow like my two mentors and that's it um, <laughs> and my clients. But when people say like, oh, you have to show them how valuable you are on a sales call. You have to show them how valuable you are through your content. Like you are just putting out what you know. And when you know something so deeply and it's so true to you, then you're just sharing it with the world and then the right people come. We don't sit here and try and scheme on like, what can I say today to make a sale? It's like, no, what can I say today to make my ideal client take action? And the whole idea of like, oh, pressure them into buying right now because um, 
uh, show them that you are the, I've seen this on a few of my clients, like sales scripts, who've worked with other coaches, like, uh, show them why they need your product and why your product is the only answer for them and all those things. And I used to try and do that when I first started my online business, because that's the sales script that I had and it never felt good. And it didn't lead to a lot of clients signing up because I was coming at it from a place of this is your only option. You're going to fail. If you go back on Weight Watchers, you're going to fail if you go back on keto and all of these things. And that's pretty shitty. Number one, like I don't run my business that way right now. And, um, you have to feel good with the way that you're showing up. So if you're saying something that doesn't align with you, don't say it just because somebody told you to say, and you think that the sales script knows better than you like that feeling in your body when you're saying, asking a question or when you're pressuring somebody in a negative way, I think there's two types of pressures and we'll get that. We'll get into that in a second. But when you are saying something and your body feels off about it, that person's not going to buy like any sales call where I've ever, where I ever didn't, uh, like make the sale or close the sale, I, something felt off throughout the call. And I sometimes came from a place of defensiveness, which also feels really icky to say, but that's what I did. Like got very defensive, like, oh, but you just said you wanted this. And you said out of a one to 10 that this was 11 and it was so important to you. Like what happened? Um, you know, what changed? Like stuff like that. And it just, it didn't flow well because it wasn't me. And so if you were going about sales, if you're going about a pitch in a way that somebody told you you needed to, then it's going to feel off. And it's important for you to dictate what you actually want to say instead and approach people from a place of, Hey, you can do any plan that you want. It's just, if this plan is for you, that's when I want you to buy it. <laughs> like, why would we tell people that our program is the only right answer for them? Like, I'm not here to show you how, be- how much better I am than any other coach. Every coach is amazing and every coach has strengths and every coach has things that we can work on and we'll work on and always will. I'm not here to prove to- that I'm better and I can get you better results than anybody else. And that took me a while to get to. And we, I, like, I see clients and even me sometimes like struggle when a client doesn't get the result that they actually wanted or that we intended or that we planned, that, that thought still comes up like, oh, what did I do? And it's like, we are not here to do anything for our clients. We are here to share our knowledge and coach them and guide them. We are not here to prove to them that we are a good enough coach so they can continue working with us, right? So switch all of these mindset shifts. If you, if that's, that is the thought that keeps coming up for you, that I have to prove how valuable I am. I have to prove why my program is so much better than everybody else, right? And there is an aspect of like speaking your truth and positioning it as the right answer. Like, why would we say something we didn't think was correct, right? Um, like same thing with me in sales calls right now. I don't prove my value to anybody. I don't hide my prices. And there's so many business coaches that would disagree with me. I don't think that they're wrong. I just know that this is my truth. I don't, I don't, it's not about me being right and you being wrong. It's just, this is what I know is true. And I'm going to teach on the things I know that are true. And I just tune out anything that I know not to be true. Or I consider it, wait, should I put my, should I take away my prices? No. I don't want to run my business that way. I don't want to hide behind prices. My money mindset is good enough and is on, is on point with, Hey, my price is my price. When you are ready, you will come. And I know that, right? I really think that when people don't put their prices up, when people try and just convince their value, it's because they are secretly insecure about the things. And that's my truth. It doesn't have to be everybody else's truth, right? My truth is my truth. Your truth can be your truth and you can take what you want and leave what you want. So 
assess that feeling in your body when you're on a sales call or when you're pitching or when you're writing a post when it doesn't feel good. And if it doesn't feel good, switch it, right? If really, really salesy posts don't feel good for you, not because you feel bad for asking for the sale, but because it just isn't the way you like to write, then don't write that way just because other people have templates that you have bought. I have struggled with that a lot where I have had templates and I have had business coaches give me different ways to uh, write posts and sales posts and stuff like that. And I was like, none of this feels like me. Like, I don't like any of this. So just don't post it anymore. Very simple. All right. But I had to go through the the process of posting things and selling in a way that I didn't like to actually figure out what I really did like. And that all came from my mindset. I'm listening to my body. Like your, your body is really freaking smart. Your body, sorry, Nina's about to jump on my laptop and that would have been bad because this probably would have gotten deleted. Okay. Now we are good. Um, but that's what happens when you chill with your dog in bed while recording a podcast. Um, (laughs) but, um, your body will tell you when something's off right? So make sure that you pay attention to that and get your money mindset and investments in order first. Okay. Next, no, way before you go into any pitch or any close with a client, know that it's not about the money. The minute that you affirm that it's not the right time for them, or the minute that you affirm that, oh, well, they, it is a lot of money, so I get it. That's why they're not signing, and I get that. That's the minute you will have lost the sale. So if you go into it like, hey, the right person will come, and if they have an objection, I'll assess how my body's feeling around it. I'll, obs- uh, I'll assess, <laughs> obsess, I'll assess how I want to handle it. And when it comes to somebody giving me a money objection or a, um, you know, it's just not the right time or something like that, I'll really assess for myself why, because I've, I've, I'm a good salesperson and I've gotten, and I say good in this instance as like, good, I can, I have a high conversion rate, um, and I could generally sell most people. Um, and that just has been from 11 plus years of selling shit from like products and supplements to like $40 gym memberships to $1,000 bootcamp programs to, you know, $20,000 programs as a business coach now. So I've, I've kind of sold it all. Um, but if somebody gives me an objection, I really have now, um, maybe for the past like eight months started to just assess, like, why is this person giving me a money objection? Like, is this person actually just not a good fit? Like, was there any aspect of the sales call where I didn't feel like really, comfortable with this client? Was there an aspect of me that really doesn't think that this client should be in this program? Because normally when somebody doesn't buy, it's because it actually wasn't a good fit and they just were scared to not say it. And when people think it's not the right time and it truly isn't, that is fine, right? We have to like fuck up enough times to actually get the right answer. And the times when I have gotten people to buy, it was in like a negative pressuring mindset. Like I had a goal and I wanted to hit the goal and the client was there and I sold the client. 
every single time that that has happened, whether it was previous, you know, businesses or my current business or my health coaching business, whatever it is, it never ends up that that client gets results, the results that they wanted, because I knew their expectations were different than what I was providing. And I knew that they just weren't a good fit, but I wanted to like, I don't know, this sense of like prove to myself, prove to them that I can help them, that this could be the answer because that's how I was taught to do sales. Like I have the answer for you. It's the best thing for you. And it's like, now I'm just at a place where my product might not be the best answer for you. And that's fine. And when you are the right client and you come, if you didn't get, you know, the consistent 5k months that you wanted or something like that, I'm in the understanding that I am a stepping stone. And whether you got the results or not, like I am just a stepping stone in your entrepreneurial journey. I am a stepping stone in your health journey. I am a stepping stone in this journey that we call life. Like I'm not the answer. I'm not the end result. Excuse me. I'm not like the thing that's going to get you to that ultimate goal because there is no ultimate. And I think that's where a lot of people get wrong in signing clients is that they try and sign them, especially in the health world where there's like, this is going to be the answer to fix you, to help you, to, you know, give you all the answers that you want, give you the results you want. And it's just not about that because there is no end. Like even as a dietitian, even as a personal trainer, even when I was, you know, on point with macros and things like that and selling things like that, like, I still struggled with them. And so if we are sitting there saying like, hey, this is going to be all end all, all of your problems are going to be solved. You're going to lose the weight, keep it off. And that's it. It's, it's a lie almost. And it's not truthful. It's not what we know to be true. What we know to be true is that we still struggle at every single level. And so I'm not saying like, tell the person, hey, you're going to keep struggling. Hey, you sign with me. You're not going to hit consistent 5k months. Like, I don't know, but I'm also not going to promise that. I'm also not going to sell you on that. I'm going to sell you on the process of who you're going to become in the process, how much love you're going to have for your life, how much love you're going to have for yourself, how much you're going to grow as a coach, how much you are going to really have the um, determination to stay committed to your mission, what your life is going to look like, right? Not in six months in working with me or four months for the Rise and Thrive group coaching program, just like in general, right? So when we try and sell something that is finite, like you are going to get this result at the end of this, and you push the person to do that just to convert them because that's what they want. Like, I just want to lose weight. I just want that answer, right? It, it doesn't turn out well. And that's what I've found over the years. And it's sometimes hard to like ego check ourselves. Like, are, am I just selling this person because like I'm going to prove to them that mine is better than Weight Watchers or mine is better than this? Like you can position yourself as why you're better than Weight Watchers. But if somebody still wants to go on Weight Watchers, like, please, you do you. And I hope you have massive success. And not from a conniving place, not from like a secretly like, um, I really hope you fail and come back to me. Like we don't play that. And um, I've heard some coaches talk that way. And at one point I used to think that way and that's not fun and that's not nice. (laughs) And I don't, and it's not having a good mindset around sales because your product, our products are only a stepping stone. Like yes, for the rise and thrive group coaching program, you're going to have, um, a foundation in your business built. You're going to know how to market your programs. You're going to know the pain points of your ideal clients. You're going to know how to put everything in entrepreneurship together to start your business right? And you're going to create your first product, possibly two products, depending on where you are in your business, how quickly you move, how much time you're giving it, right? There's no, like, you're going to have all the tools necessary so you don't ever need another coach, right? No, I I actively tell people on sales calls for this, like, you're going to need, you're going to need further steps, but you will be able to rinse and repeat the steps that I give you now, 
right? Just new levels bring new devils, right? And so same thing as a fitness coach, like you're never done with your clients in fitness, they're never going to be there. You learn one movement, then you need to learn how to make it harder. Then your form starts to break. So then, you know, when you add weight to the bar and then you have to be re-cued and breathe differently and then your knee starts hurting you. So then you need to assess more imbalances. Like there's always different things to work on. And then you gained a little bit of fat because you ate too many damn Pop-Tarts during quarantine, which is okay. Now let's work to get it off, you know, and like all of the mental struggles that come with it. So don't sell something and don't go into sales with the mindset of, my, my thing is going to fix somebody. Like we don't fix people. We guide them through their journey. And we are always just on that journey. And if we can go about it that way, we can simply just invite people into our programs and pressure them in a good way. So that's kind of pressuring in a negative way. Um, a few minutes ago, I think I talked about it. Like pressuring in a negative way when you just want to prove to the person that you are that thing that, no, buy because this time it's going to be different. Like I'll hold you accountable. You just have to show up. And I don't want you to feel bad if you've ever acted that way or you've ever felt that way. If you currently feel that way, we've all been there. And I don't think that sales, my truth is that sales is just an energy exchange when people are the right people they come and so when the right people are there we don't really have to work that hard on a sales call especially with the process I teach my clients which is to really nurture and connect with people um, especially with having a small audience like we actually have the freedom to do so like why not make an actual genuine connection around the people that you might be selling to like I want to be friends with you guys and if you never buy from me that's fine right that genuine connection and also random humans just come out of the blue and are like hey I want to buy and I'm like who are you I've never talked with you right but the purpose here is that when we have those deep connections and when we go about sales I don't know what's happening to my voice I do apologize but when we go about sales in a way <clears throat> that is just very effortless and we don't feel like it's hard and we just invite people and when they're the right people they will come we don't really worry about pressuring and then when people aren't the actual good fits that's when they don't sign and when they are the right fits, we can positively pressure them to make the right decision. And this is what I mean by positive pressure. Um, kind of a weird name. Maybe I'll give it a different name in the future. But um, when it comes down to it, we don't make the decision for anybody on a sales call. We don't make the decision to invite somebody into a program that they don't want to be invited to, right? Or that they are not ready to to get or to be a part of we simply invite people who are ready who have already said that they wanted this and so the only way that I will pressure somebody to make the sale or to pay on the phone or something of that nature is when I know that they are 100% on board like they actually really want this like I have that feeling that like this is the perfect client this is the right client like she's ready she's just a little bit scared I will push them to make the sale on the call. And so if we can go into it, like really listening to our bodies, like, is this going to be a negative pressure? Do I feel awkward? Do I feel weird? Do I have this like pit in my stomach saying like, just leave, like bless the client and release them? Or am I like in this place of, no, this feels really good. Like this client is ready. And when we can assess our body and what it's telling us and our gut feeling, then we can say, you know what? It sounds like you really, really, really want this. My love, what's holding you back, right? And just create a super open, 
open, open scenario around it. And they've already known the price because the way that I work is you already know the price. So if you're interested, like literally what's holding you back every single time, it is just fear. Every single time it is just fear. If they are the right clients, if they are not the right clients, then it doesn't really matter (laughs) what the true answer is, whether they say money, time, they're having a baby, they're not having a baby, whatever it is, like it, it just doesn't matter. So what matters is that you know in your gut that that client is the right client. They already know the price, so what's holding them back? For example, for my last Rise and Thrive group coaching program, I had somebody reach out to me. I'd never talked to her before. I still don't even know where she came from. And she messaged me like the day after I launched. And she was like, hey, I'm going to join your program. And I was like, oh, okay, well, there's an application and the price is on there. So like what's going on? And so I was just like, listen, there's an application, but we can totally talk about it. And we talked about it and she was ready. Like she was excited. She knew the price and um, she was just like, this, this is the thing for me. She had invested before. She didn't really know what she was selling. She didn't really have a program. Like she was just very confused with this whole entrepreneurship. Like she wasn't aligned with the things she was trying to sell. And it was just, um, you know, she just wanted to really work with me. She just had that gut feeling that I was the right coach. And so we got on the call I was like, listen, you could pay through DMs or if you want to get on a call, we could talk. She's like, I want to get on a call. I was like, okay, perfect. And we got on the call and um, I just let people talk on the sales call. Like, I don't really have a script. I teach like how to come up with your own script, but I just really just ask people questions about what they want and what they've tried. And I show them how my my program could help them if I think it could help them. Um, And that's really it. And then I invite them. It's very simple. And um, I help them, you know, envision their their ideal reality and we go through that and I empower them uh, through questions and to know that it's possible for them. But I also do that through all my content, right? Which is why I recommend for you guys to deal with that in your content as well. Um, but at the end, she was just like, oh my God, I'm like t- pressing the trigger button to send me, I think $4,000 at the time, which she bought the program at. She was just like, oh my God, oh my God, like literally flipping the fuck out. And it was the most awkward, (laughs) awkward, like closing session of my life. Um, And she turned out to be an epic client. And I just gave her the space. I was like, listen, like, do you need this? Do you want this? If you don't want this, like, I don't want you making this decision. And I'll say that normally because I don't. (laughs) If you don't want this, I don't want you making the decision. And if you can come with, help your clients make that decision for them, it's so much easier to like actually positively push them right because then they are talking themselves through it like and she was like no I really want this but I'm so scared I'm so scared like she was sweating she was uncomfortable she was laughing she's like oh my fucking god and she's like I can't even tell my husband like all of these things and she ended up purchasing and is an epic epic client she has a group coaching program she's already signed another client um it's literally amazing and I knew in my heart, I knew in my gut that she was the right person and she was already saying how much she needed it. So if that client hasn't said that they absolutely need it, then don't pressure them because they don't even know. And so still work through that. If they haven't said they needed it, then don't invite them to the program and keep working through that, right? It's all about listening to them. When we go into sales with the mindset of, um, I have to show them my value so they can purchase my program because my program's an answer for them. That's just a lot of just neg- negative energy around. And I just, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like running a business that way. I don't like pressuring people out of fear to to work with me or going into it with that mindset of like, oh, they have to do this or they're going to fail. Like that's not, that's not fun. 
So go into it with the mindset that the right person is out there. Tell your prices. Be super open with it. Create a safe space for them to say no. The safer they feel to say no, to say no, the safer they will feel to say yes. So if you go into it with the mindset of if this person is the perfect person, I will invite them. We will talk about it. We'll figure out a payment plan, whatever, you know, I'm offering them, blah, 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 or whatever program I can offer them. If they don't want that one, I can download, sell them into something else. Um, but I really just want to help this person. Just go in with that. Very simple. So know that it's never about the money. Um, because honestly, guys, the same people who say it's about the money go on vacations to Hawaii. Fun fact, I had a client do that. She like reached out to me as a health coaching person and it was $1,200 I think the program or $1,500 a program that she was gonna buy and her sister had worked with me she had loved me like super wealthy woman all these things and she's like hey so I'm in Hawaii right now I can't start the program right now but I want to do it when I'm back I was like okay so like I only have one spot I I was like doing everything I could every tactic that I was taught to try and get her to sign while she was in Hawaii Looking back on it, I should have just released it and followed up with her. Instead, I emailed her. <laughs> then I asked my business coach, like, what should I do? And then I emailed her again. And then I emailed her again, like, three times within maybe, like, two and a half months. And it's like, when they're ready, they will come. But if we reach out that much, people get turned off. And yes, it's a reflection of what they think and what they think about sales and money, but it doesn't matter. They get turned off. And so I just don't do that. If you like, I had somebody reach out also this week for, or last week for my small group coaching program. I was like, Hey, it's $500 a month. I think I honestly think it would be a good fit for you. She had done intensives with me, et cetera, et cetera. And when she's ready, she will come. She like, didn't even say anything after that. And I love her to death. And I know if she's ready and if she's right for the program, she will come. And I know how scary it is. I just don't, I don't work like that. And so I've also worked with people who try and pressure, who've been with other coaches who pressure them into making the decision like within 24 hours and then it's gone. And they feel like it's like they, they say yes because they're like, oh, well, I didn't want to lose that price. And I'm just like, that is not a reason why I want somebody to work with me. Like the right person will come. Like, yes, I give discounts if you sign up early. Yes, I will give you a discount if you pay in full. Yes, I will give you a payment plan. And yes, I'm going to honor the dates of that. But I'm not going to tell you that if you reach out to me in four days, I'm not going to have a spot for you or it's going to go up $3,000. Like, that's not nice, right? I'll tell you like, hey, I won't, I'm not going to sell you this at a cheaper price or give you the cheaper option because it's not going to help you. And I don't want to sell you on something that's not going to help you. I think you need the full program. And if you don't want to invest in that, that's fine. But I'm not going to have you in the smaller program. Like, I'll be super transparent with that. But I would never make somebody now, I would never pressure somebody in a negative way or make it out of fear because it just doesn't end up well right? So that person went to literally Hawaii who just ghosted me on all of those emails. Um, they'll spend thousands of dollars in a new freaking car or go out to dinner and drop $200. How many times have you like gotten off the phone with someone? They said no because of money. And then all of a sudden they're, you know, going on shopping sprees and shit like that. It's because it's not the money. It's about the person's mindset behind the money. And it's about your mindset behind the money. And it's also about how much they value the transformation, that they're going to get with you. And if they're ready for that, some people just aren't ready and it's okay. Like it's not up to us to speed up their process. It's up, it's up to us to give them the tools when they're ready to speed up their process. Right. So if we can just go into sales with this, like entirely open, abundant, um, positive, inviting, like way of talking, way of thinking, um, you know, energy, 
that was in a sentence, but you guys, you guys can put all those words together, then <laughs> it just becomes really easy because we don't convince anyone to work with us. We empower them to make a decision. And if our program is that perfect decision and that perfect program, it will happen. Right? Yes, we have to have the strategies or get to have the strategies. Yes, we get to have the questions ready. Yes, we get to have the posts ready and the sales posts and all of those things. But we don't convince anyone to work with us. We, we actually just dictate who we want to work with. Like literally, guys, you are in entrepreneurship. You get to dictate who you work with. You get to dictate the vibe of the client-coach relationship. And you get to pick the perfect clients who you love to work with. Now, there's this whole idea in sales where I, I've, I've heard two different areas. One where uh, you have to work with non-ideal clients in the beginning. And one where like absolutely not do not build your business off of non-ideal clients. Now, I'm kind of in between. I think it's on a case-by-case basis. What makes that person not an ideal client? You know, so if you're dictating who you want to work with and you go into that sales call, not hiding behind the fact that it's a sales call, like it literally is just a sales call. It's not a discovery call or a strategy call or anything like that. Like it's a sales call. I'm going to try and sell you. We're going to talk about you buying. And if you know that, like it's just going to be easier to sell you, right? So I don't understand that as well. Sometimes I call them discovery calls just out of habit, but essentially it's a sales call. I let everybody know we're going to talk about money. Um, But if you can go into it that saying like, okay, I'm going to dictate if I want to work with you and say, Hey, if on this call, we decide to make a decision to work together, you want to work with me. I think you're a good fit for the program. And I want to work with you at the end of this call, we will make a decision. And if we both choose to work together, you will, uh, we'll figure out a payment plan that works for you or the pain in full option. Does that work for you? Like we empower the people to make the decision and we get to choose. We get to dictate if we want to work with them, right? And so if that person isn't an ideal client and you still want to work with them, why? Is it out of a place of like, I want to prove to myself and prove to this person and I want to make money? Or is it like, no, I actually genuinely vibe with this person. They might, you know, you know, want to use this method instead, or they might um, not be an ideal client because of X, Y, and Z. Maybe they're men and you like working with women. I don't know, whatever it is. Like, do you still feel connected to that person is the only question you need to answer. Like as a dietitian, of course I could work with someone with diabetes or renal disease, um, you know, or someone who's on dialysis or whatever it is. But that just, it didn't excite me. Like I could, doesn't mean I wanted to. And so just because you can help everybody doesn't mean that you need to. You get to choose. So don't let anybody dictate that. And so go into the sales call, go into the pitch, knowing that it's something that I get to choose. When I pitch, I choose who I'm talking to. I literally, I've talked about this before. I envision your face as my phone. And if I want to talk with you, (coughs) excuse me, then I will envision that and talk to you, right? So you get to dictate the vibe of the client-coach relationship and you only get to pick the perfect clients who you love to work with. There's no pressure to work with people you don't love. Like more people will come. And in the beginning, we're going to sign clients that we shouldn't because we're just like, oh, I can't work with this person or I hate getting on the phone with this person. And we're going to do that. And we have to make those mistakes before we actually listen. My goodness, what is going on with my voice? Um, 
But I recommend to not wait until a certain time in your business to actually choose who you want to work with. I recommend to build your business off of ideal clients or off of people who you actually want to work with, you know. So make sure that those things are in line and your mindset around that is in line. And then do you feel like making money is hard? As a business coach, I see this all of the time. The people who don't sign with me are the people who try and back out of their contracts or the people who, um, you know, ghost after the sale or um, don't even get back to me about, you know, whether or not they wanted it, they got off the phone, whatever it is. Like, they all think that making money is hard. And I understand that there's like on this one hand, the logistics of, of course, well, when you have, you know, $20,000, $30,000 coming in, of course, making money is not going to seem hard to you because you have, you know, a lot of it, whereas a lot is all relative, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, but money in general is just not, it's, it's not at a certain level, it becomes easy, right? Because now I'm at this level and I'm going to be, you know, making 60, 70, 80K moving into quarter two. So, I mean, quarter three rather. So making money isn't hard. You're just perceiving it to be hard. Of course, like it's unknown. Unknown is different than hard. If you're not at the level you, you know, if you're not at that next level yet, then it's just unknown, in which case it's just scary, in which case there's fears around it, in which case like we start to question ourselves because our body's trying to keep us safe. Our body is just like, no, you've never made $70,000 in a month before. That's absurd, right? And I'm just like, okay, well, I never made $5,000 a month before. I never made 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. Yeah, okay. So why can't I do it again? right? If you even have signed one client, why is signing another client going to be harder? Why is signing a third client, a fourth client, a 10th client, a 30th client going to be harder? Only if you decide it's going to be harder. So decide right now with me that making money is not hard. It is not hard. It is not hard, especially when you're in alignment with the way that you're talking, especially when you're in alignment with who you're talking to, especially when you're speaking your truth and you're so connected to your truth. And nothing is hard if it's in alignment. <laughs> That's the purpose of, maybe it's not the purpose, but one of my purposes for being in alignment is like, it just makes life easier, right? And so when we can say money is actually not hard to make, and we can make investments around the thing that's going to get us to the next level and not feel like we need to make every single cent of every single investment back before we make the next one, even though we know the next one is the right decision for us, then we can have a better money mindset. And it just gets easier. It gets easier to make the decisions. It gets easier to sign clients because we are just deciding it's not hard. The minute you say that it's hard, the minute that you feel like, oh, I can't do this. How is this ever going to happen to me? Look how far I have to go. And oh my God, da, da, da. it becomes hard. And so if you're going into a sales call with that mindset, of course, it's going to be reflected right back to you. So money is not hard to make. It's just not. It's different to make it in your business for yourself. It's different to hit the next income goal. It's different to have people sign up for your group program, but it's not hard. So differentiate those words, hard versus different. Very, very important. Okay. And then going back to the conversation around, do you feel like you need to make every single investment back before you make the next one? So this stumps a lot of people in their businesses, a lot of people, especially when they're just starting out because income is nothing (laughs) in the business, right? There's no fucking income in the business. So when it comes to, um, investing in the beginning and you're investing thousands of dollars to get the proper help 
which if that's you, like, congratulations, that is fucking epic that you have gotten the right help. If you wait until you make all of that money back and then have enough money to make the next investment, you're going to be waiting a long time. That's just my truth. That is what I know to be true. That is what I feel. That is what I know um, keeps people in the same position and what I've seen and what I've observed. And so some you know, business owners will tell you like, no, don't invest more until you make that money back. Right. And I just, I don't play like that. I, I do the thing that's going to get me to the next level. It's just very simple. And I know the money will come. And I know as long as I'm in alignment with that decision, that the money will come. And so I don't feel like I need to make every single investment back before I make the next one. Like I just don't. Because even at the point that I'm at, like I just, I think like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I don't know, paid off all of the debt from my business from 2019. Like, and I'm making, I had to get to a point where I was making 20, 30 K months in order to do that. And if I had waited in the beginning when I was making, when I made $3,000 for an entire program, then I would not be here because I would not have kept pushing. I would not have gotten more tools. I would not have um, you know, been pushed to make smarter decisions to get to the next level quicker, et cetera, et cetera, by my coaches. And so it would have taken me way longer to pay this initial $6,000 investment back if I had just waited, right? So do you feel like you need to make every single investment back before you make the next one? Because then that's going to be deflected, reflected, deflected. I don't know. I think it's reflected back, but vocabulary is not a strong point of mine. But that's going to be reflected back to you in the sales call. Your client's going to hesitate to invest in you because they feel the same way. Like, oh, well, the last program didn't work. That's what you're saying about the last program that you took, right? And so it's okay to invest before you even um, make that money back. It's okay to invest before you quote unquote have the money because that's what your ideal client is doing too. Like they're investing in you before they have the money. Because very few people have $1,000 laying around, $2,000 laying around. It took me to get to 30K months in order for me to have thousands of dollars lying around. Before that, I never had it. But if I hadn't invested in the beginning and continued to invest, I would not be here and have any money laying around. Right? So assess all of these things. And last, um, yeah, I think the last thing that we're going to cover right now is the way you talk about money and sales on your in your business either quietly, subconsciously, consciously to other people, to your clients, to your family members, to your friends, to your business coach, um, on your, uh, on your application, on your stories, like all of that is going to dictate how the person on the other side of the screen is going to respond. I create a very safe conversation around money because it doesn't scare me. It doesn't defer me or deter me from actually making the money that I want because I'm telling you that it's six thousand dollars I'm not hesitant that I'm actually going to sign 10 to 15 clients depending on like how many what I feel like the vibe of the group is it doesn't deter me from thinking how successful it's going to be it's just going to be successful that's it and the right clients are out there so the way you talk about money and sales is going to dictate how people respond to you. So if you're a health coach, like you totally can talk about your investments and struggles that you've had around investing and when you've invested before you were ready and blah, 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 to empower them to also do it. But also just notice what you secretly think about money 
and also what you are telling your family, what you're telling your friends, what you're telling your business partner, like whoever it is, your husband, your wife, like the conversation around money needs to be so open or rather gets to be so open because it's just easier that way. Why would I hide behind something that I want to make a lot of? How does that make sense? If I'm hiding around it, I'm not accepting more of it into my life. Right? Same thing like if you're hiding that you're on a diet, if you're hiding that you're trying to lose weight, you're not you're not accepting the fact that you are actually going to achieve it. Oh, I don't want to share it with my family and friends because then they're going to question me when I have bad actions or when I eat the donuts. And it's like, okay, well, if they knew you were on a diet and you were secure with your actions, why would the fact that they commented on you eating a donut actually impact you? Because you weren't secure with your actions. You weren't secure that you were actually doing the things necessary. Same thing in business. If you hide around the money, you weren't on your money goals or the money you want to spend or the money you are spending. And you're not addressing it, whether you're looking at it, having a plan, um, investing in the things you want. It's because you are hiding behind the fact that you don't think it's actually going to happen or hiding behind the fact that you're actually scared of it, right? So the more you talk about it, the more, the easier it gets. Very simple. And so make the money conversation just easy and just out there, okay? And on the sales call... State the intention of the call before you even go into the questions, before you even ask them um, like how they are, like whatever flows best for you. So if you ask them like, hey, you know, hey, Nora, I don't even know anyone named Nora, but hey, Nora, like how you doing today? Blah, blah, blah. Awesome. Today we are going to um, I'm going to ask you some questions. My intention with the call is to get to know you in a much deeper way so that we both can make a decision on if this program is, is the best fit for you right now. And if we both choose to work together at the end of this call, we will make a decision on if the payment plan of X amount of dollars and if the paid in full of X amount of dollars is going to be the best fit for you. Is that cool with you? And if you choose that both of these are not a viable option for you right now, then I also do have other programs I can offer you some intensives or something, but I really, really want to make sure that you get the help that you need. And I don't want to sell anybody on something that is going to be cheaper just because it's cheaper, right? That just, it just sounds normal. It sounds like a normal conversation. By me setting that intention, you now know you're making a decision at the end of this call. And that's what I'm expecting. So you're not going to be like, oh, I didn't know I have to make a decision. Like, no, you get to make a decision. You don't have to do anything. You get to make it. Do you want this or not? <laughs> and you also know that you're going to pay on the phone, right? And you know that I'm very just chill around it. Like I'm not attached to it. It's just like, hey, if we both choose to work together. So she's making a decision and I'm making a decision. I love phrasing things that way because that's what it truly is. I don't like them to think that they are on an interview and I'm deciding if they want to get into some prestigious thing. Like, yes, it's fucking prestigious. Yes, my time is so valuable. And like, you are also making a decision on if you want to work with me, right? And in my eyes, the way that I view it, if you're on a sales call with me and you didn't just get referred to me by a random human or like you didn't like just find me, like you already know you want to work with me and you already know this program is for you. So now it's just a matter of figuring out the logistics of it, you know, and just going a little bit further and asking them some questions to make sure that this actually is a good fit or whatever it is that I need to know. But I no longer waste anybody's time if I know they're not a good fit or if I know that they're a good fit and they know they're a good fit. Like I'll just go straight into inviting them into the program and be like, what questions do you have about it? Like I don't, 
go through the proper sales script, quote unquote, to still ask people questions because that's what needs to be done on a sales call. Like I just don't do that. Um, a lot of times I know the person anyway. So state the intention around in the beginning of the call, whatever your intention is for that call, right? And if you get someone on your application saying like, oh, I'm not ready to invest, but I have questions and you're still getting on the call with them, which honestly, like I would just because you're creating, um, a how do I say this? So you're creating a deeper connection with them and letting them know what they can get. Typically when we don't um, talk with them on the phone, we just end up losing them and they just feel kind of stuck and are in this place of like, oh, okay, I didn't invest and I didn't make the money and oh, okay, I don't know what to do. And so I just really like to still get on the phone with them. Maybe I won't prioritize them if I have, you know, tons and tons of sales applications coming in. Um, but until you get to that point, then... I would say still get on the phone and just talk with them. So then you can change the intention. Like the intention today is to get your questions addressed and figure out if this program is a good fit for you or if another program is a good fit for you and whether you invest today or in the future, that is perfectly fine. Does that sound good to you? Like switch the intention, but don't dance around the intention. And don't say like, oh, well, I'm not trying to sell somebody. I'm not trying to push anyone. Like you're not. You're not trying to. You actually are selling somebody. You're selling the right person. And if they are the right person, they're going to buy. So we don't try to do anything. We are either doing it or we're not, right? And so when it comes down to it, people are going to respond to the way that you go into the call. If you go like, oh, I'm not trying to push them into sell them, they're not actually going to push themselves to make a decision. So no, you actually are pushing them to make a decision only if it's right in that positive push mentality. When you know that that person's perfect, when you know that that person is the right fit, when you know that that person is ready for this. Right? We don't dance around the intention of the call. I don't want my program filled up with 10 to 15 people who aren't going to be good fits for it or who aren't going to put in the effort. Like, why would I want that? Or who aren't ready to build their business? Like, that's just not, not something I want, right? So if you actually want that, then my program is for you, right? Just have these open, chill statements about the way that sales goes for you and you dictate that, Okay dictate the way that you want it to go set the intention and create the connections as appropriate and deal with all your shit with around money (laughs) it's difficult guys like it really really is difficult and it's not just one time that we have to do it it's every single time we ask for sales every single time we get to a new level it's every single time we invest in something like we always have to work through this so just because you worked through it one time doesn't mean you're done with it. So consistently, consistently, consistently work through it. With that being said, I hope you guys got a massive value out of today's podcast. Feel free to screenshot this. Let me know your biggest takeaway or just share it um, with me. DM me. Let me know if you really resonated with this. You could find me at, at Johnny underscore Agresta on Instagram. Wow, that was difficult for me to say. Um, and if you guys are interested in joining my next cohort, of rise and thrive dm me let me know you're interested we can talk about it if it's a good fit i hope you all have an epic amazing day i love you and see you in the next episode